Jesus Christ had to be virgin born for various reasons. Number one, the Old Testament had said the Messiah would be virgin born. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 says it very clearly. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Now, that was what the Bible had predicted. In fact, the very first messianic promise in the Bible was given by God when he was placing the curse on Satan following the fall of man. And in Genesis 3.15, he speaks of the Messiah as the seed of the woman. And that was a description and a prophecy of a miraculous conception and birth, a virgin-born Savior. So the Savior had to be virgin-born because that's what God had predicted in prophecy. There's a deeper reason, there's a theological reason why the Redeemer had to be virgin-born. Anyone born of natural generation, no matter how godly and holy his parents may be, is born a sinner. In Adam all die. The Bible tells me in Romans 5 verse 12 that by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin, so death passed and literally it passed through upon all men in that all sinned. That's what the Bible says. So whoever was born of man and woman, the conjunction of man and woman, is necessarily born a sinner. Had Jesus Christ not been virgin born, he would have been born a sinner. There's a third thing. Anyone born of natural procreation is born a human person. A human person, fallen in Adam, needs a saviour. He could not save. So therefore, God sending his Son into the world united the eternal Son of God with a human nature, not a human person. However difficult it is for us to distinguish those things, the Bible makes a lot of the distinction, and on that distinction depends our whole salvation. So, yes, he had to be virgin-born, and that is fundamentally the reason. Now, the question as to, well, why was it not trumpeted? Why was it not trumpeted? Well, just stop and think for a minute. How could it be trumpeted? How could you prove to someone at the time of a woman's conception or the, the birth of a child that uh, she had not known a man? How could they have proved that? They would have been laughed to scorn. Furthermore, even if you could have proved it, what on earth would make anybody think that proving a miracle would mean that people would have accepted the Christ and all that he had to say? You turn to the New Testament. Did thousands not see him feed people from five loaves 
and two fishes? Did they not see him give sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, raise the paralyzed? Did they not see him raise the dead? There was a crowd the day he stopped the funeral procession and when the widow of Nain was following the coffin of her son to his grave. There were crowds there. They saw him raise that young man from the dead. There were crowds who saw him raise Jairus' daughter from the dead. There were crowds of Jews who saw him call Lazarus four days stinking in his tomb. Call him forth, bound hand and foot, bandaged from head to toe, so that it's impossible to walk. They saw him call him out of the grave and say, loose him and let him go. Hundreds of Jews saw that. Hundreds of Jews actually probably even held converse with Lazarus afterwards. Yet none of this impelled them to believe on him. You see, it is a fallacy to believe that if you simply give sinners enough evidence, they'll accept it. It's a fallacy to believe that if you simply give sinners enough miraculous sign, they'll accept the truth. No. You've got to understand that the heart of man is deceitful above all things. Sinners are set in their sin, and they'll even make God a liar. According to Romans chapter 1, they'll turn the very truth of God into a lie in order to justify their own sin. So why was it not so much more widely trumpeted? I think the answer is very clear. The proof of the virgin birth would be in what have called the virgin life, the sinless life of Christ. The proof of the virgin birth would be in the atoning death and in particularly in the bodily resurrection. The proof of the virgin birth is in the person. The Bible presents the whole Christ, the entire package, as the object of our faith. We believe it, and we, having come to believe it, recognize the grace of God in giving that faith, because without that divine gift left to ourselves, We'd be just as blind as those Jews who would pervert even a miracle and deny the sight of our own eyes and the hearing of our own ears. And in the case of some in Galilee, even the tasting in our own mouths, we would deny all that in order to justify ourselves in staying in our sin. So those are some reasons why Jesus Christ had to be virgin-born. Without a virgin-born Savior you would have no divine redeemer. That's the ultimate necessity.